PushGapRadios.com had an interview with Dr. Anthony Fauci, head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and is a member of the President's Task Force on COVID-19. Dr. Fauci, welcome to the program. You said that things could get worse, but short of another national shutdown, what else is it that we should be doing, Dr. Fauci? Uh, thank you uh, for that question, because it is important when you see people congregating at bars, not wearing masks, in crowds. We've got to say, this is not working. So what we've got to do is reset, close the bars. You appeal, close those bars. They are seriously the one of the major reasons why we're seeing this. So very quickly, Dr. Fauci, and we'll let you go. Projecting the next few months, how do you feel? Are you optimistic? Are you realist? I mean, what do you see coming for America in the near future? You don't necessarily need to lock down, but you've got to do three or four or five things that are absolutely critical because we know they work. And that is universal wearing of masks. Stay away from crowds. Close the bars. You appeal. Close those bars. I believe that if we hold together as a country, and we do the things that I've been talking about in this interview with you, that we can get our arms around this and we can turn it around. I'm convinced of that. Last thing, Dr. Fauci, do you feel that you have the full backing and support of the Trump White House? I do. I do. I believe I do. I spoke to the president about that. I, I believe I do. That's Dr. Anthony Fauci, head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and a member of the President's Task Force on COVID-19. KYBNRadio.com, PushGapRadios.com is the most powerful combination in fighting the COVID-19 virus. For more information, log on to Coronavirus.org. The best in radio talk, music, and more, 24-7. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN radio network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. series to give you a little something for your day series. And today we have with us one of our personal favorites, Miss Jamie Johnson. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning. How are you? I am awesome. And I'm so excited to get a chance to talk to you. I love talking to you. The listeners love listening to you. And you always have so many good words of encouragement. How have you been since the last time we spoke? I've been doing great. I cannot complain about anything. When I tell you that God is truly in the blessing business, just looking at my life and some things that have taken place and how I've been able to come out on the other side, 
there is nothing but truth to that. So I, I've been doing very, very well. Now, the last time we spoke, we were in the midst of COVID. Yeah. And so tell me what kind of transactions and what kind of things have been going on. And we, first, before we even do that, Miss Jamie has a program called Gage. And I'd like you to let the listeners um, briefly know about you and your program before we get started. Okay, certainly. Um, I'm a Christian life coach and I work uh, predominantly with, with women. And um, my goal, my focus is to help them to be deeply rooted in God's word and confident in who they are. Everything I do is based on the Bible, biblical principles. We're going to pray before we have a session. We're going to pray when we're in the session. We're probably going to pray during the session. Everything is Holy Spirit led. I really, I truly believe that nothing gets accomplished if the Holy Spirit isn't in the midst of it. And so all my programs from private coaching to group coaching, they're all centered around biblically-based principles. And so I just try to encourage women to go out and to be who God created them to be. And gauge means? God always uncovers great experiences. No matter how bad you think it is, there is something good that can come out of whatever it is you're going through. I love it. I love it. All right. And now the listeners are aware of whom you are. Tell me what you've been up to. Oh, like you said, the last time we spoke, it was in the midst of COVID. So, of course, at that time, everything was online. But since then, uh, with things opening back up, so to speak, I've had the opportunity to really engage in speaking opportunities. I've been to um, uh, Los Angeles and spoke at the uh, Best You Conference. Uh, that was back in March. I truly enjoyed that. I went to Ohio and spoke at the uh, Woman I Am Conference there. Um, and I've had several other speaking engagements. My speaking career, I guess you could call it, is has really, really picked up. And so those opportunities have opened up. And from there, of course, that kind of spiked the interest in uh, women wanting private coaching. And so that has, has really taken off so much so that I've, I've, I've been able to fill my calendar for, for the rest of this year. It won't open back up until 2024. So um, a lot's been going on, just, just trying to get things uh, laid out, but again, allowing myself to be led by the Holy Spirit so I know exactly what to offer, how, how to offer it, and make sure that I'm really giving women what it is that, that they need. Wow, that's awesome. It's awesome. So yeah. let's see, you know, I, I my question for you right now is, during COVID, it was hard to connect with people because, you know, we had to go to online. But do you feel COVID has changed people uh, with their interaction uh, in a daily basis? You know, because I'm noticing a lot of people in the world have become very mean. <laughs> You, you make a good point there, but um, uh, in reference to that question, I believe that COVID simply revealed what was already within each person. It didn't turn them that way. It just revealed it. It, it, it made it more evident. Now, what they do with what they see, you know, of course, that's that's a choice that they'll have to make. How they uh, really uh, approach that, if they and, and you're right, there are a lot of people that are that are more mean, but that's a choice. You know, our actions, our behaviors are, are all choices. We choose to be mean. We choose to be angry. You know, we choose to say different things. We could also choose not to do those things. And so I, I don't believe it made them that way, but I believe that it truly brought forth uh, what was already within, and it just made it come to the surface. And now we're being able to see that in, in a, lot of, a lot of different people. Wow. Wow. You know, I I just noticed that there's a lot of angry people. Before COVID, maybe it's my imagination, I saw 
people smile, people acknowledge each people acknowledge each other. Uh, people hold doors open, pass you a card. You know, just general conversation, and then. We went to the mask, and you can only see the eyes. And the mm-hmm. eyes spoke volumes, you know, some with the head nod, some just diverting their eyes from you. And now we don't have the mask on again. And it's almost as if people are still wearing masks because there's not a lot of facial expression, not a lot of um, going toward people. You know, what, what do you think that is? Is it that people have gotten a mistrust for each other? or that they've just become complacent in where they are in life? You know, I don't think there's one answer to that question because it can be a combination of a lot of things. If you look at everything that's transpiring in our in our world right now, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Just turn on the news in the morning. My goodness, you can get enough to really carry you through the rest of the week just from 10 minutes of news in the morning. There is simply a lot going on, and people are having to deal with a lot of things that, they haven't had to deal with before. And it makes it a lot worse when you don't know how to deal with those things. So you do what you think you should do. Whether that's right or wrong, of course, we're going to do what it is that we know. And so I think that, uh, you know, with some people, of course, it doesn't uh, apply to everyone. You know, there isn't a blanket rule for every single person. But I think that um, for most people, at least the ones that uh, I've come into contact with and, and, you know, that I've observed is that they want to do better. It's just a lot is taking place uh, within their personal lives, a lot that's going on within the lives of their children. Uh, within their marriages, within their grandchildren' lives. It's just a lot taking place, and they're trying to juggle all of these different things at the same time, and they have a huge burden on their shoulder. And for most people, they're carrying it on their shoulders and their back. And here's the thing about that. We were not designed, we were not created to carry that weight on our shoulders nor our back. We're supposed to be casting our burdens upon the Lord, but a lot of people are not in God's word as they should be. They don't know it, so therefore they don't know how to cast those burdens. So yes, my response is to lash out in anger. My response is to see you but not really see you. My response is to look at you as if I could kill you just with my eyes. My response is to be angry. That's what I know. I don't know anything else. And until I'm taught differently, I can't do anything differently. Ooh, beautifully said. Beautifully said. We're going to go to a brief break, and we're going to come back with more of Miss Jamie Johnson. (laughs) If my people, which are called by my name, should humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. We fall on our knees and pray. Humbly Knees and pray. Holy 
anywhere because there's more just chat with Bree to come. place where you get what you want, how you want it. And welcome back to Just Chat with Bree. And today I have with me the lovely Miss Jamie Johnson. And she is out of the Arkansas area. She has a wonderful, wonderful program for ladies called Gage. So, Miss Jamie, can you share with me some of the different um, topics that you come up with your ladies now, you know, now that we're past the COVID part and everything, and you have um, an online presence as well that we're going to definitely give the listeners the, the link to, you know, as we go into the show. But can you tell me some of the topics that are discussed and just to share with our our listeners, you know, type of the type of things that, that people are concerned about now? Um, yes. Well, of course, we don't... Uh Anything that is Bible-based, we, we would discuss it. But again, my, my main focus is our identity in Christ. And so we really talk about that a lot because it's really important for uh, women to know who they are as a child of God. Again, if you don't know who you are, that opens up the door for somebody else to come in and tell you who you are. So we want them to be strong, to be grounded in who God says they are and not who the world says they are. And so we really focus in on identifying our true identity, learning to love yourself, and then having confidence. But knowing that confidence isn't from self, uh, true confidence is found in God. And so we base it from there, and we continue to build on that foundation. But we also talk about um, uh, time management, and I explain to them there's a difference in worldly time management and godly time management because a lot of the women who come to my programs, the first thing they say is, I want to know God's word, but I don't have enough time. And so I have to explain to them that that's a false statement. You have more than enough time. And so I, we go through that, and, and, and I teach them about uh, the difference between the two to help them to realize that you have it. It's just a matter of prioritizing. And so we take a shift from worldly to biblical time management. But also we dive into our purpose, really focusing on that, uh, really getting into Scripture about it, uh, praying and asking God to reveal that uh, to each woman, and also identifying their spiritual gifts so they'll be able to really fulfill the purpose for which they were created. And there's a lot of more topics, but 
uh, just to, to give you an idea of some of the things we talk about, uh, uh, we, we focus on, on those along with other things as well. Wow. Do you do you have women that come to you and, you know, say, I don't know um, if I'm spiritual. I don't know if I know how to be spiritual. What does spiritual mean? Are you asking me, do I have some that come in and pretty much say that they're lost? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to put it in a nicer way, but <laughs> yeah, we'll go with lost, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just using the term they use, yes, and, and that's okay. And you know why it's okay? Because I can relate to that. I was there myself. I was there myself. I'm I'm very open. I'm very candid about and transparent about, you know, my past, what I've gone through, the things that I even encounter now. I mean, just because you, you go to church every week doesn't mean that you don't have flaws and you don't have challenges. And, and I'm very open about it. I don't try to hide or come off as perfect at all. And so I tell them that's fine. That's okay. It's okay that, that you're lost. You're feeling lost. You don't know where to start. You're in the right place. And we can sit down together and we can figure it out where you want to go and the path that's best for you. Because one path for one person may not be the same path for another person. And so everybody's journey looks different. So we want to figure out what's going to be best for that particular woman. And so we'll sit down and together we'll we'll come up with a plan of where we can start to um, uh, attack that and then they can start to to build a relationship with God. Um, let me just just uh, throw this in there as well. You know, one of you know I have a couple pet peeves, but one of my pet peeves is that when when women come in and they tell me that they've been told that they must uh, start off every day in the book of John reading it and they must read and pray for an hour a day. You know, that that is a good way to turn people off. That's a good way to turn people off. What you have to do is commit to what you know you can do. If that's 10 minutes every other day, then start off reading God's Word 10 minutes every other day. If it's two twice a week, 10 minutes for twice a week, then you start there because the more you read, if you're consistent, you see you're winning. If you stay in that uh, Bible and you're committed to that 10 minutes for twice a week, the Word of God, it does something to you. It's powerful. It's going to make you want more of it. And so over time, your 10 minutes and twice a week is going to increase to three times a week, then four times a week, then five times a week, and you'll get to every day. But if you try to start off with what somebody else tells you you need to do, that's not your journey. That was their journey. You need to start off with what you know you can commit to and allow the Word of God to do what it does, work within you, transform you, and you'll get to the point of where you're in His Word every single day. Excellent. Uh, I, I've heard people tell me, I, I don't go to church. I don't know the Bible. I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. When I read the Bible, I don't know what I'm supposed to be getting out of it. What would your recommendation be for someone that would say something like that? Well, first, I, I tell them I understand. They're not saying anything I don't know. I had those things thoughts as well. And the Bible, although it's, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, our manual of, of, of life to tell us how we should live, it can be difficult. It can be difficult to understand. That's not one of those things where you can just take it all in at once. you got to break it up into the pieces that you can handle it. Um, it's really important um, to have a good commentary because that's going to break down scripture for you and really explain it on a level that you'll be able to understand. So, And there are all different types of translations. Again, Again, you need to get the one that you can relate to the most, you can understand the most. So that's going to vary from one person to another. But you get the translation that, that really breaks it down to where you can understand. There are a lot of different apps that you can use as well that also um, explain Scripture. 
And then, of course, that's what, what, what I do. If you want to be in a group amongst other women who are learning, who are growing, uh, we take time. I don't just spout off the scriptures because what good is it to spout it off and you don't understand it? You can't go live it because you don't understand it. So we take time to break it down so that you fully understand it so that you can then go back and apply it because learning it does no good if you're not going to live it. So I want to make sure you're in a position to actually go and do what God's word says. So that that would be um, my recommendation is that, uh, again, the, the New King James Version is, is really good, but it can be a little difficult to understand when you're first starting off. That's why I recommend getting a really good uh, uh, comment- <laughs> commentary and, and really looking at it because it'll help to make things a, a little bit uh, easier for you to understand and just get, get something in a different translation and still have the King James Version that you can refer back to, but just make sure you have other um, translations to go along with that as, as well. Excellent. That's excellent advice. We're going to pause right here and go to a break, and we're going to come back with more of the lovely Miss Jamie Johnson. And they cried, Amen, Hallelujah. Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, both small and great. People wonder why the praise behind these tear-filled eyes, giving all my honor unto Him. I surely should have died, but Jesus paid that costly price to cover all the wages of my sins. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Better than good Instead of turning his back on me He showed me mercy I gotta give him the praise Worthy of the highest praise. 
give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endureth. How long have you been waiting for a real talk show? You know, the kind of talk show that gets down to the truth about sex, love, and dating. Well, wait no more. Join Amanda and Alfonso Monday nights at 11 p.m. on She Said, He Said with Amanda and Alfonso. Because what comes up comes out right here on the World Advantage Network, Studio One. See you there. Johnson from the program called Gage. Miss Johnson, could you please give the listeners contact information and information on how they can interact with you? Absolutely. Um, you can find me on TikTok at Jamie Johnson underscore coach. I post videos, uh, inspirational videos, also um, uh, break down uh, different uh, topics within the Bible and just other things. So um, certainly follow me on TikTok, again, at Jamie Johnson underscore coach. And then you can also find me on Facebook at Jamie Johnson Coaching. Again, you'll find inspirational videos and, and just different quotes and um, different insights into uh, the Word of God. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's really beneficial. If you come there looking for something, you're certainly going gonna, gonna to find it. So you can find me on any of those places and then visit me on my website at Gage Life Coaching and you'll be able to see what programs I, I offer in case you're interested um, in reaching out to me about any of, any of those. So you have a very heavy online presence and anyone can listen to your programs, anyone can participate and contact you. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yes. you cater to ladies, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, if a, if a young man calls you, you're going to talk to him? I'm going to talk to him, and we'll see exactly what it is that uh, he's uh, uh, needing and, and wanting. And, of course, it just I mean, I would do the same thing if a woman calls. You know, just because somebody calls you doesn't mean that I'm, that I'm the one that God has called to help that particular person. So we certainly want to make sure that uh, we're a match and that I'm, I'm the one that's supposed to be assigned to that person. I don't want to jump up and just do something just to be doing it. That never works out. But, yeah, we'll see exactly what it is that he needs. And then, of course, I'm going to pray and allow the Holy Spirit to lead me. And if that's my assignment, that's my assignment. We're going to get to work. Excellent. Excellent. I love the work that you're doing. How did you get into doing this? I know we talked about it before, but, of course, we have a whole different set of listeners today. So how did you actually get into, you know, ministry for women? Yeah, so I was an educator for 20 years, and um, I was my plan was to just go ahead and retire and get an RV with my husband and just travel. <laughs> that was the plan, but <laughs> uh, God had different plans for me, so uh, that did happen. Um, actually, the Holy Spirit led me to uh, leave my job, but then he put me on this mission uh, to really empower and encourage women and to share his word. So I wasn't looking for this. I wasn't looking for anything like this. And I will tell you, this has been the hardest thing that I've had to do in my life. 
the most challenging. I will tell you that. Most people won't say that, but I'm going to be real and tell you it has been the most challenging thing that I've ever done just with negative feedback and the ugly things that people say to you when you're sharing God's word. And I mean, it's just so much things that I've, I never thought I'd have to deal with. And you got to have a thick, have thick skin to be able to endure uh, some of the punches that, you know, people would throw at you without even knowing you. But nonetheless, I know that uh, I want to be obedient and at whatever cost. But I also know that God put me on this path because somebody needs to hear what it is that he's given me to say. He's using me as a way to reach certain women. And I want to make sure that I can stand, be used as a vessel, and complete the assignment that he has given me, uh, regardless of what the sacrifice may be. So although I didn't choose this for myself, (laughs) I'm here And I'm going to give it 110% each and every time. And the women that I've worked with in the past, the women that I'm working with now, that's one of the things they say is that you're real and I can tell that you care. And to me, that means a lot more than than a lot of the other things, Uh, just that they know that I'm really rooting for them, I'm encouraging them, and that I really want them to succeed and have everything that God has for them. So that's how I got to be a Christian life coach. Not by choice, but I'm here. (laughs) Wow. But that's okay because that means that's what you're supposed to be doing. And just for the listeners that might have just tuned in, can you please give the name of the acronym again, please? Yes. um, GAGE stands for God Always Uncovers Great Experiences. And um, I tell you, I came up with that because, again, uh, no matter what you're going through, God is in the midst of it. And anything that God is in the midst of, there is something good that can be found. You just got to look for it. So that's where that acronym came from. My next question for you is that, well, not a question or more or less a statement. I hear so many young ladies say, oh, I don't go to church. I don't believe in God. Uh, I don't do church. Uh, I'm agnostic. I, uh, I had to go to church when I was a kid and I was forced into it. I don't, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whenever someone gets in trouble, the first thing they say is, oh, God, will you pray for me? <laughs> And so, you know, where, where do you think that thinking comes from? Um, um, that's a really good question. I'm not really sure where that uh, thinking comes from. Again, that's one of those questions that can have a lot of different answers, you know, a combination of things. But um, uh, I will uh, say this. You made a good point about the first thing, which, you know, you call on God when, when something goes goes wrong. And and I, I think some people have gotten to a point where they just do that and don't even really be thinking about it. They just do it. But I will say that I think to a certain extent, the church has to do better. The church has to do better. And we, the people, make up the church. We make up the church. The believers make, not the building, but the believers make up the church. There are some things that take place within some churches that are not in line with God's word. And I'm just being real. I know some people are not going to like this, but I'm going to speak truth. There are some things that take place within the church that are not aligned with God's word. You know, some churches have gotten to a point where they are focused more on keeping people on the pews than they are teaching God's word. And therefore, there is no transformation taking place. No souls are being saved. I mean, they're just coming there and basically having a gathering and then leaving out. Nothing is taking place while they're there. And that's not how it's supposed to be. And then there's a lot of judgment. You know, why did she wear this? Why does she come in looking like this? Or she used to do this. You know, and that can be a put-off for a lot of people. It can be a put-off to a lot of people. And then, depending on how, how much you tithe, you can get certain privileges in certain churches. 
that's not how it's supposed to be. So I I will say that I believe one thing that's, that's really turning a lot of people off is because the church has to do better. The church has to do better. That's not everybody, but you know, people are always going to focus on the negative before they focus on the good. But as a church, we have to do better. We have to live what we preach and what we teach. Not someday, but every day. Christianity is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's not something you do when you feel like it. It's an everyday, all-day thing. It's literally a lifestyle. And we have to remember that we are supposed to be the light every day. For some people, as close as they're going to get to God is when they come in contact with a Christian. We're going to be the ones to either help them draw near to God or push them away even further. And so we have to be mindful of that. Now, one other thing you mentioned is that they're saying they don't have to go to church, and you don't have to go to church to be a believer. You don't have to do that. But I will tell you that the word does tell us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves. So he's telling you that you have to be amongst other believers. Why? Because this Christian journey is not meant for us to travel alone. We need the encouragement and support of other believers. So at some point, you do need to be in the midst of other believers because it's going to get hard. And you need them there to cry with you when you cry, to be joyful when, you, when, you, when you're rejoicing. You need that. We all need it. So, yes, there's truth in I, I don't have to go to church to be a believer. No, you don't. But he does tell us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves. So, yeah, there could be a, a lot of other answers that can contribute to that question. But one thing that um, uh, that's really stands out, and I guess because I've been uh, talking about that topic for a minute, is that I believe the church has to do better. It has to do better. I don't think that could have been more perfectly said. You answered all the other questions I was going to ask you. So let's go to a break. <laughs> Let's go to a break, and we're going to come back and wrap it up with Miss Jamie Johnson. <laughs> I thank God I don't look like what I've been through. I've had my shares of cloudy days, had many troubles, friends were.
Refreshing springs. The autumn rains were clothed with blessings. Psalm 84 6. Shadow of death, I won't fear. 
not alone in here. He prepares a table for me in the sight of my enemies. He anoints me, fills my cup. Now watch me eat. Mistaken. I am not mistaken. I might be going through. I'm just passing through. The flooding that surrounds me will overtake or drown me. Will shape it and he won't break me. I'm just passing through. See, I'm getting stronger. Overseas markets. Get certified, get certified. Small and medium size enterprises. Get certified, get certified. Free cash to help you survive. The Quality Jamaica Project. Enhancing quality. Unleashing international potential. Call QJP today at 926-314025. KYBN Radio. Heard in Mountain View. Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire, Birmingham, and Manchester, UK. And welcome back to Just Chat with Free and Miss Jamie Johnson. She's from the Arkansas area, but she's online. She's going to give you all of her information again. But this is the segment where I give it to my guest, and I let you talk to the listeners and tell them what's on your mind and in your heart any way you like to without cuss words. And I know you would never cuss anyway. So... <laughs> <laughs> FCC rigs. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I'll say that sometimes, and I'll tell people, you know, this is a radio-friendly program, and they'll say, uh-huh, and then I'm like, you can't say that. And they're like, that's a cuss word? I'm like, oh, my gosh, people don't even know what cuss words are anymore. <laughs> so, Jamie, this is your segment, so I'm turning the floor over to you. Okay, thank you. I um. You know, as as you said that, and I, I was really uh, thinking about it, and the Holy Spirit just put First uh, Peter five and ten on my heart, 
And, you know, it, that stands out to me um, because we're reminded, it says that after you suffered a while, it says that then God will perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. And that last part, most people latch on to. But it's that first part that we will miss when he says, after you have suffered a while. And I bring this up because there are so many people hurting right now, so many people dealing with so many different things that are going on within their lives and the lives of their family members and, you know, just their kids' lives. It's just so much going on. And many are at a point where they're ready to quit. They're ready to give up. They're ready to say, I can't do this anymore. But I want to encourage you to not give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. You serve a God who delivers, not sometime, but every single time. But he says that after you have suffered a little while, that means you have to go through some things. There's a process that you have to go through in order to get to that victory that awaits on the other side. But if you quit in the midst of it, if you throw in the towel in the midst of it, if you say, I can't do this in the midst of it, you're not going to get to the other side to be able to enjoy that victory that awaits you. The victory is already there. You're just having to go through the process. So I want to encourage you to stay the course. I want to encourage you to keep moving forward no matter how bad it may seem, no matter how much pain you have to endure, no matter how many tears you may have to shed, you stay the course because he says after you've suffered a little while, he says that he's going to perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Everything that you've lost and endured on the way would not be in any way able to compare to the victory that lies ahead. So stay the course. Stay the course and don't give up. Don't give up. That's the message I want to leave with you all today. Don't give up. Don't give up. You know, that's a, a beautiful thing that you're saying because I know so many people that they say, I, I'm just, I don't, I just can't. Um, I, I've been amazed at how many people in this time in our lives take their lives. They, they take their lives, and besides the people shooting up everything and um, the depressed state of mind, that you know, we have a lot of mental health issues going out there, yeah. right? Yeah. Lots more than people realize. Uh, a lot of people like to laugh and joke and say, oh, you're bipolar, or you're this, or you're that. But there's a lot of mental health issues, and I I think people think when you say um, issues in life, issues um, with living, that it's like, oh, um, that they're just, they're just weak, they're this. I don't know with all the different foods we eat, all the different medicines we take and stuff, what it has done to the nervous system, to the, the person, um, their, their state of being. A lot of these things that they're giving people for antidepressants are making them even more depressed. Yeah, and I've I've never seen so many people just kind of wandering aimlessly with no direction. Um, give us a good a good something for that for the person listening. Well, I will tell you, of course, um, you know, being a woman who is rooted in God's word, um, being in the word helps. But I will also say this: you know, there are some people who say all you need is the word of God, and God's word is powerful. But there is nothing. Nothing 
wrong with you having God's word and therapy, with you having God's word and taking some sort of medication. There is nothing wrong with that. Those things are readily available to you in order to help you get over whatever it is that you're dealing with. So, you know, and, and I know several believers who would say, you just need God's word. Well, no, no that, that's, that's why he allowed us to, to have these therapists and, and counselors and, and, and so forth. Yes, God's word along with that uh, for some people is what they need. You better get what you need. You better get what you need in order to get you where you need to be. So I understand exactly um, um, what what you're saying, and, and that can certainly be a challenge. In fact, it is. It is. But again, um, look at the resources that are available to you and utilize those resources to help you get um, through whatever it is that, that you're going through. That's beautiful. I like that. Miss Jamie, you know, I always enjoy having you on the show because you always have something so positive to say. I like the fact that you let the listeners know, hey, I've been there too. And I'm I'm just sharing with you things that I've learned. And you're doing a beautiful outreach for the women, with the women. And it is very much needed. Very, very much needed. So Ladies that are listening out there that want to reach out, Miss Jamie's going to give you her contact information one more time. Okay, yeah, so um, follow me on TikTok. Please follow me on TikTok. Again, you'll find a lot of good, good uh, uh, videos with, um, you know, breaking down scripture and just inspiration, motivation. And, again, you can find me at um, Jamie Johnson underscore coach. Um, that's on um, TikTok. And then also on Facebook, Jamie Johnson Coaching. And again, you will have access to videos and reels and different things with um, just inspirational uh, messages and, and a breakdown of, God, of God's Word. You know, I never know what I'm going to do from one day to, to the next. I just allow the Holy Spirit to lead me, and whatever He places on my heart, um, that's what I share. And a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful job you do at doing that. And so, Ms. Jamie, I, you know, I'm going to have you back again. And uh, sooner than before. I mean, we've been averaging maybe once a year, but I want to do more than that. And I like the, the Feel Good series that I'm doing because I get a lot of feedback from it. And that tells me somebody's listening and it's helping. And as long as I can help put some kind of peace out there, that's what I'm going to do. So it's my own little personal ministry that I'm doing to not be, you know, uh, a specific thing. Uh, the, I try to make my show inspirational for everyone anyway, and you have assisted in doing that today. So I just want to say thank you so much. If you have any parting words or any shout-outs or anything you want to do, um, this is that time as we close. Well, thank you for having me. I truly enjoy coming on to your show. I mean, your personality, your attitude, it, it's just great. It, it really is you're talking about me being positive. You are truly positive. So I just I love being in, in your space. So thank you for inviting me. And, yes, we have to do it more often. But, again, I just want to encourage those that are, that are listening um, to be strengthened in the Lord and, and to, to, to not give up. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really big on that. Um, I know times can get really hard, um, but I also know what awaits on the, on the other side. Um, and again, if you just continue to stay and do what it is that you're doing, you, you'll get through it. You'll get through it. So again, don't give up. And that is the message for today. Miss Jamie Johnson of Gage, I say thank you. I love you to pieces. Not like like bitty 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 pieces, but you know, like <laughs> I love you to pieces. <laughs> 
I know people are like, what does that mean? Well, they obviously didn't watch Tom and Jerry. But... <laughs> There's a new treatment that may kill cancer with no chemo, no radiation, no side effects. The Ora Lee Smith Cancer Research Foundation has laser and nanotechnology that has eliminated tumors in mice in 15 days. Let's move beyond hope, beyond research, and start saving lives at oralee.org. We can make human cancer treatment accessible, effective, affordable. Donate today to help move this treatment to human trials and FDA approval at oralee.org. Father, First, we thank you for being God. But we come praying for healing in the name of Jesus. Heal in that name. That beautiful name of Jesus. When my kid was a baby, her jaw didn't line up straight. The doctor said the only way to fix it was to break my baby's face. My response was, don't you touch her. Best believe she'll be okay. Me and Al called Dr. Jesus to take on our special case. Took out the anointing oil. Then I prayed a prayer of faith, expecting to receive a miracle, knowing the Lord would make a way. Then something seemed to happen, and it wasn't too long a wait. To the doctor's surprise, not hours, my baby's jaw was straight, sing it, lady. 